today on CityCast Madison. Hooray for the days getting longer again. And with more sun, have you ever considered harnessing it to help feed your electricity needs? Well, the city of Madison and the federal government have tons of incentives to help you put solar on your roof. That'll save you money and our climate. Heather Allen with Renew Wisconsin has done it here, and she says it's way easier than you think. It's Monday, March 20th. I'm Bianca Martin, and here's what Madison's talking about. Heather, hello. Hi there. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, it's really, really good to be here. Good to see you, Bianca. I'm a fan of CityCast. What a fun podcast. Oh, would ya? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're excited to get some gems from your brain and your experience about going solar. Uh, you have solar panels on your roof. What made you want to go solar? Well, you know, I do have sort of an environmental policy background. I've always been interested in the climate issues and energy issues. But what really made me go solar, to be fully honest, is when I moved to my current place in 2016, the roof on my house just bounced off a lot of sunshine. Just it was like the reflection from the roof of my house was intense. I knew it was getting a tremendous amount of solar energy. I have a south facing roof. It's exactly a 45 degree angle and no trees blocking the sunlight. So this house just screamed solar. Not every house is this perfect a fit for solar, but mine really was. And so I had to do it. Yeah. And do you know the sort of environmental impact it has for a home like yours? Yeah. So in general, in Wisconsin, and I think I'm pretty typical, a single family home is using about 700 kilowatt hours per month or 8,400 kilowatt hours of electricity per year. And what does that really mean? How much electricity is that? And how many greenhouse gases? And so here, it's about 3.6 metric tons of CO2 a year, just for my electricity use or a typical residential home in Wisconsin. And if you think of that in propane gas tanks, that'd be about 148 propane cylinders used for a home barbecue per year. That's how much electricity I'm burning um, without wow. without solar panels. Yeah. So if you if you think about what that would look like stacked up around your house, would it even fit in your house? It wouldn't fit right. in mine. <laughs> so no. <laughs> so if I can avoid burning that much propane, that is a huge environmental benefit. You know, if everyone in Madison were to go solar, that would, you know, tremendous impact. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. And so you installed your rooftop solar system in 2016. What was that first step? I was aware of the Madison program, which is a city program that Renew Wisconsin administers and I work at Renew Wisconsin. But I did not at the time. I was actually working at the city at the time. So I was aware of this Madison program. And they're trying to help homeowners see how easy it is and simple and make it a really seamless process for them to go solar. And so that's what I, so I knew that going in. I was like, they're going to help me. I don't have to do a lot of thinking on my end about it. So you just call Madison or, or look on the website, madisonsolar.com, M-A-D-I-S-U-N. And then you can uh, just sign up for the program and someone will call you and sort of take a look at your house remotely using, you know, probably Project Sunroof, which is a place you could also 
take a peek at your roof and see how much sunshine it gets and whether it's a good candidate for solar. And um, then the Madison people talk you through whether that would be a good fit for you. Look at what you're typically using in energy. And um, if you're a good candidate, they'll come out and take a look at your actual rooftop, get a closer look, and then they can give you an estimate, a concrete estimate. Now, you can do that with any solar installer as well. But what I love about and what I what I really appreciate about Madison is that with Madison, your solar installers are being vetted for you by this program. So you don't have to get quotes. You don't have to call former customers. Um, you know you're getting a good price and a reputable installer, which is those are the two most important things when you're doing any any construction around your home or any remodeling or anything like that. You know you want you need trustworthy people and you need it to be a fair price. So luckily I didn't have to do any of that homework myself. Got it. So that legwork is already put in and they actually connect you with installers or Madison has their own installers. They connect with local existing businesses that they have vetted and there's a competitive process every year. So the installers have to submit, you know, what they think the price point's going to be this year and then um, compete with other installers. So we're lucky we've had some really long-standing local installers in Wisconsin who've been here for a long time um, and have great reputations and a lot of experience and great folks you can turn to here in the Madison area. That's huge. And I just have to say that Madison is clever. I like <laughs> Madison, you know, Madison. I, I just have to I give I'm giving you a shout out, Madison, if Thank you're you. listening. I I never <laughs> thought of that um, before. And as someone who is a fan of the sun. Yeah. And so speaking of sun, is there an ideal time of year to do this or an ideal time just generally for anyone? Ideally, generally in the big picture your roof should be in good condition. So if you've just, if you're thinking about a roof replacement or you're no, you know, one's coming up, the, the time to install a solar is shortly thereafter the roof replacement, or as long as your roof is in good condition. Or if you have roof that needs repairs, uh, uh, several of the installers, local installers, whether or not they're in the Madison program have relationships with roofers. So if you really want to go solar, they take a look at your roof. They're like, uh-oh, we see a problem, but we know, a, we know a roof company who will work quickly with us to do the repair. That is the best time. Fresh roof, good condition roof, that's the best time. And, and then, of course, most solar installers would not work with snow or ice on the roof, but in most other conditions, they'll put them up. What about cost? I feel like that's one of the big things. Like, what did this cost for you? So. I just checked again, Energy Sage is an interesting website that collects data on actual solar quotes around the country. And what it, it looks like, my personal experience six years ago, the numbers are running very, very similar today. So I'll give you, I'll give you my numbers. And there's a couple of reasons for that. Some costs have gone up, some costs have gone down. And so as a result, <laughs> things are basically where they were back in 2016 uh, for the cost of the total system. So for me, the price, the you know sticker price, the big sticker price, which is much more than I actually paid net, but the sticker price was about $15,000. But it was greatly reduced because I was able to get a tax credit for um, 30% of the project. I also got a rebate from Focus on Energy, which is a program as all ut utility customers are paying into this program. So 
this is not free money. This is money you've put into the piggy bank to help Wisconsin manage, mm. manage its energy use. And you can get a rebate back from Focus on Energy when you install solar. Right now, that rebate's worth $500. At the time I put in my system, it was worth quite a bit more. So you get your solar quote, your price price for the installation, and then you can reduce that by 30% and you can, uh, you'll can you get another rebate worth at least $500 from Focus on Energy. Now, people who have a farm could get a bigger rebate. Um, from Focus on Energy and may qualify for other tax credits as well. So there's lots of rebates. So in the end, my system cost about two thirds of the sticker price, which is often true. Okay. So the sticker price was 15000 for the whole thing. Right. The whole thing, labor, all the parts. And I even got the squirrel guard. You may or may not need to do that. <laughs> it's like a little bit of a little, like a, like a mini fence that prevents the squirrels from getting under your panels and chewing on the wires. Oh, sure. Mm -hmm. That's no good. Right. You don't want that. (laughs) You don't want that. Yeah. Yeah, So it it sounds like a third off. That's that's pretty significant. So you probably like after that, it's around 10,000 or yeah. In my case, it was right around $10,000 as the total cost of the system. That's cool because for me, I was able to, I believe I've already recouped probably uh, very close to that amount of investment through savings on my electricity bill. What happened to your electricity bill? Can you talk about that over over time? Yeah. My electricity bill, I would say year over year, was cut down by between 50 and 75%. You know, I have kind of a small, small roof. Um, so I have a 4.8 kilowatt capacity system, which may or may not mean anything to everybody who's listening to this. But I could go, you could go a little bigger, but there are a couple of electricity costs that you're very likely going to have to pay, even if you have um, a big solar system. For example, um, there's a, sometimes it's called the customer, customer connection charge, or it's just basically the base charge that everyone has to pay to be connected to the system. And I believe MGE has just lowered that in a new rate case to down to $15 a month. But that's a charge I'm not going to be getting out of, you know, with my solar system. So yeah, but if I heard you correctly, you said that you already you've recouped the cost of what it was to yeah, just really rough back of the envelope estimate. I think I've recouped the cost of the system and going forward. Um, so that was in about six seven years. So going forward, I should have another thirteen to eighteen years left on this system of of electricity production. And all of that is just the benefit, you know, just that's just utility bill savings for me for a long time, or, you know, for the person who buys this house after me. And that's something people are often interested in, but it turns out homes that have solar on them usually sell faster and for more money than comparable homes. That makes sense because you put this this big investment into it. Right. And it sounds like the idea kind of down the line is that the solar system will ultimately pay for itself and then bring you savings. Yep. And it's a great conversation starter. People love to chat about it. Yeah. I mean, here we are. Um, and it, you know, ultimately, it's also helping the environment. Yes. Yeah. It's helping, you know, all of these different things. So I'm curious, what is the maintenance like? In general, there should be very little maintenance. You don't need to touch your panels. The installers will encourage you not to go up there. Don't brush the snow off. The snow will melt and slide off quite quickly in most cases. And if not, it's still not worth it to get up there. <laughs> Better to leave your panels um, untouched, unsullied. And so 
maintenance, um, there are parts of the system that are have shorter lifespans than other parts of the system. So the inverter, depending on the warranty of the inverter, the, that's the uh, inverter that converts the electricity between AC and DC. Um, usually that's located in your house or alongside your house. And that electronic equipment may have a shorter lifespan than the panels, maybe 12 to 15 years. So you might need to replace that at some point. I believe those are under $1,000. And the panels are warrantied for 25 years. They put panels on the space stations for electricity because they're so hardy um, and durable and certainly effective at generating electricity. But those really shouldn't require anything. Although, you know, I have heard of people with the squirrel issue. (laughs) So if a squirrel gets in there um, and chews on your wires, that would be a problem. And you haven't you haven't encountered that, it sounds like. I feel like everything we're hearing, it almost sounds a little, not necessarily too good be, to be true, but all of the great things. Have there been, been any downsides for you? Like anything that you didn't expect that's come up? No, honestly, that's the surprising part about solar. Solar is so simple technologically. There are no moving parts in the panel, right? Which is amazing because it's very few ways for things to go wrong. And so, no, there's, I would say the surprising part about going solar for anybody who's a homeowner, there is nothing like going solar when it compares to other house projects because this one makes money and this one makes you feel good about the environment. Like you are doing good for your community and for future generations. And people love talking about it. Nobody likes talking about redoing their insulation. Maybe some energy efficiency engineers, but but you know, solar is sexy. It's fun to talk about. Your neighbors will be interested in it. Um, that is the tagline. Solar is sexy. <laughs> I haven't heard that yet. <laughs> I mean, truly, my whole life changed because I put solar panels on. I put solar panels on. I noticed people were walking past my house, pointing at the panels, and like chatting with each other, kind of excitedly. And I was like, you know what's fun to talk about? Clean energy. So I actually went to WORT and I met some new friends who are involved in this podcast too. And I told them about my interest in clean energy. We started a little podcast and radio show at WORT. And then I started working on clean energy and I, I got a job at Renew Wisconsin. And so it's only because I put solar on and I became interested and started learning more that I learned about this amazing world of energy and how our energy use and production like affects everything in our economy and politically and socially and um, certainly environmentally. So it's a gateway drug. It is. Yeah. So we've talked a lot about homeowners, but briefly, what about for renters in Madison? Is there anything they can do to go solar? Yeah. The the easiest, simplest thing is to call MGE um, and it I think they have a wait list right now for something called their shared solar program. And so that's something you can simply add to your electricity bill. It is new additional solar. So some people worry like, is this, you know, is this truly improving the environment if I'm doing this thing? Shared solar, those are real solar projects. You can come, you can, one of them is on the the roof of the city of Middleton facilities building. There's a couple other, there's a solar farm in like the Fitchburg area. That's a, that's, the people, the renters who are signed up for that program, they built those solar projects. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, so it sounds like it's pretty easy to do to get on your home. Why do you feel or why do you think that more people aren't doing that? This is truly simply. It's just like it's just a hidden secret. People just do not realize how easy this is. But you'll see like once 
one neighbor does it and people start asking them about them, the solar panels will sort of like spread across the block because once you can hear from your neighbor and, um, you know, I live here in Madison, I'm your neighbor. It's genuinely simple, easy and affordable to go solar, Um, especially if you do it through something like the Madison program where you don't have to you just don't have to do your own due diligence like they've done it for you. But I think people are intimidated by it a little bit, less so every day. But I think there used to be an assumption that you really needed to know what you were doing and you needed to find the right people. But there are so many great contractors now. Like there's some some really folks who will just make this pretty simple for you. And I've found that to be probably the most important part about the actual installation process. There are folks out there to help. And I feel like some people are probably going to be talking about this uh, after listening, talking about, well, maybe this is something for us. So (laughs) Heather, I I really appreciate you joining us and giving us your insight and your experience getting solar on your home. Yeah, my pleasure. This was fun. I always love talking about clean energy. That's Heather Allen, advisor at Renew Wisconsin, a local nonprofit that promotes all kinds of renewable energy. We'll throw a link to them and the Madison program in our show notes. And here's what else Madison's talking about. Democratic Secretary of State Doug LaFollette is done. He resigned last Friday after nearly 50 years of service. He said, quote, After many years of frustration, I've decided that I don't want to spend the next three and a half years trying to run an office without adequate resources and staffing levels. The role itself has been gutted of authority during his tenure. Governor Evers appointed Sarah Godlewski, former state treasurer, to take over the remainder of LaFollette's four-year term. Speaking of politics, there's a Wisconsin Supreme Court debate tomorrow, Tuesday, March 21st, and it's the only one, so grab your lunch. It's at 12.45 p.m. and you can watch the live stream on channel3000.com. Also, stay tuned here to CityCast Madison because we'll recap it and bring you up to speed on the race. And if there's not enough mudslinging there for you, maybe you want to learn about the health of our soil. Har har. On Wednesday, March 22nd, Joe Handelsman, director of the Wisconsin Institute for Discovery, is given a talk on the importance and current precarious state of our soil. No soil no food. Her book's called A World Without Soil and the events on the UW-Madison campus. We'll toss links to both of those events in our show notes. That's all for today here on CityCast Madison. I'm Bianca Martin. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell someone with a nice sunny roof about us? We'll be back tomorrow morning with more stories from around the city. Until then, let the sun shine in. Do-do-do-do-do-do.